This episode of UK Low Carb Podcast is sponsored by Deliciously Guilt Free. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to UK Low Carb. This is a very special series because I'm joined by Keto Kev and Keto Kev's going to tell us about his new course he's got. Hi guys, I'm Kev Mason, uh, aka Keto Kev, and I'm here to tell you about a great opportunity that you can undergo when you take my Keto Health course. So join us each week where Kev and I will be going through different key areas that he'll be teaching in his course, and you can find out how to enroll if you want to find out more. It'll be every single Tuesday, and at the end of this series, we also have a live Q&A where you can ask him anything you like, and we'll put that on the podcast for you to listen to as well. So it's about time we get into the series, Key to Health. Okay, guys, welcome back to part two of our series. I'm talking to Keto Kev, and we're doing the Key to Health, K-E-Y-T-O, Keto Health. I love that. Um, and last week, we were talking about food. And um, okay, if you're watching the video version of this, you may notice Kev and I are wearing exactly the same clothes. It's not like we just had a really rough week and we haven't changed. We're just doing the recordings back to back. But I know for a fact that you guys would have really enjoyed that. And I hope you're in the Facebook groups, the UK Low Carb one and Kev's as well. And we'll talk about that in a moment. Um, because I think the conversation around these topics is really important. And what I kind of think is we always talk in the keto world about food. But what I think is really nice is now we're going to talk about these three other areas that Kev teaches in his course and today's fitness. So, Kev, welcome again to the show. Yep. Thanks very much again. But I always yeah. wear this jumper. <laughs> oh, there you go. So you always wear it anyway. Uh, it's not you just had like a big conversation with me and a quick toilet break and now you're straight back in or anything. <laughs> you could be wearing that anyway. So yeah. today we're talking about fitness, uh, yeah. my favorite topic in a way. So... Um, <laughs> take it away what do you teach in your course so i will just um jump on the fact that i avoided fitness like i said in the in the first podcast for my whole army career i hated it I avoided <laughs> which is it impressive when you think you're in the army <laughs> yeah, exactly. so, um, i i gave up on fitness and then for um when i when I went keto or paleo first, um, I told myself, <clears throat> we went to like a paleo convention and there was some uh, CrossFit there. And I was like, that is like, that's like the army that I used to hate. Man, I love that. Take and now my you're money. paying for it. <laughs> Take my money, Take my money and, and let me join your gym. And yeah, now I pay for it. So I looked, started looking into fitness, but I was not at a point where I wanted to be. So I had to do fitness myself. So I learned a little bit about fitness and then I joined the gym um, and I yeah. joined CrossFit. So, and I, I have stints where I do two, no, no less than two um, sessions a week. Um, or I'm going to go every day. It depends like how into it I am at the time and how busy I am with work and things. Um, but yeah, I touch on fitness and I go through basic things, um, because I'm doing my course to be a personal trainer. Um, I'm doing an online course and I'm getting it backed up by my coach that's in the gym as well. So he's checking over things and giving me extra knowledge as well. So it's not just like a, a, a little online course. And then, you know, uh, I have no knowledge. So it's getting backed up by a real fitness trainer. So I talk about um, the uh, the benefits of exercising when you're in ketosis as well, and and what the difference is between um, training fasted and training. I am an advocate of training in a fasted state, but other people they're not. 
Um, it depends what your goals are. And I go into it, like I said on the course, about what your goals are in into keto itself, um, as why you would train fasted and why you would train not fasted. And also I touch slightly on um, uh, carb cycling, which is something that I don't recommend unless you are into fitness in a big way and you're doing it for for fitness reasons, not for weight loss. Um, I talk a little bit about body weight training as well, because we've all got a body, obviously. That's why we're doing these things. And body weight training is also something that you is really important. If you can't do a a, a push up or a press up or a sit up or a pull up or something like that, you know, then that's what you want to be aiming for first of all. If you can lift and move your own body, you know, you've got a built in gym basically straight on you. So if you don't want to go to the gym, mm. some people find it embarrassing and that's totally fine. They want to get to a standard first before they join a gym and start buying their stuff and things like that. Um, then you can do body weight training and I'll go into the topics and why body weight training works as well. Um, and we, you know, we go into the different styles of training, uh, also on the course, I'll talk about, um, mm whey protein, which is a bit of a controversial topic, especially after last week's episode when we said don't eat processed food. And now yeah. I'm going to be talking about whey protein, which is obviously processed. So I will talk to you about the benefits and I'm going to give you the ultimate guide to whey protein as well. And, and I will leave that on the course for your own conclusion because whey protein is quite good but it's quite processed. So you really have to be careful. Um, then we talk about BCAAs as well, which are branch chain amino acids and, and the amino acids that we've got in our bodies and what we need to eat as well to build up um, muscle and to sustain health and uh, healthy cells and growth. Um, we'll talk about creatine, which again is a, an amino acid, but it's quite important and quite good for um, body weight, uh, for weight training as well. It can um, speed up muscle growth and things like that. Again, it's a processed, um, it's a processed product. Um, so you have to take that with a pinch of salt. Um, then I go into, um, how to improve your heart health around exercise as well. So I touch on these topics about resistance training, strength training, um, flexibility training and stuff like that. Then my favorite topic, um, that I talk about is how music affects the training that you're doing and what type of music you listen to will affect the way that you train, whether you are in the mood for it or not. And, you know, we all know that music, um, influences our mood. So that's quite an important part. If you're not, if you go to the gym and you listen to their music, you don't like it, you're not going to get the benefits of training. And I'll go into a little bit more. And there are some good scientific parts in there, um, that you can, uh, that you can have a look at on why music is good with, um, HIT, HIIT, which is HIIT training, high intensity interval training, um, and other things. I'll give you a training plan as well. So a basic training plan for people that haven't, you know, they're at the beginning and then also a bit more into weight training and stuff like that. Talk about the six primal movements, um, as well, the six primal movements, you know, things like stretching, lifting, pushing and pulling and stuff like that. Stretching flexibility we touch upon as well. Um, and then we, yeah, like I said, then we've got a 14 day kind of plan we talk about rest days because rest days are important and that and that's pretty much it oh and yoga we touch wow. on because i like yoga well well i all i know is i've done yoga once ever and i almost um killed myself so uh, <laughs> my wife last summer because we've joined the gym and you get free classes and, and i haven't been so much recently and i really want to because when i do i'm really in a good place i love it there absolutely love it but i find the amount of time just is getting ridiculous seeing like yeah. kid pickups <laughs> My wife's PhD, running a business, but I want to make time for it because it is important. Anyway, so my wife last summer suggested we go to a yoga class. So 
um, I said, it's not really my sort of thing, but I'll do it because I'll try anything <laughs> for the first time. We get there, and I couldn't believe these people how fit they were. They're all like there on their hands with their heads above their, you know, their, their ankles above their heads, kissing the yeah. buttholes, thinking, what the hell? This this is not a natural position to be in. And the instructor very kindly, as we arrived, said, just to warn you, this class is a little bit dynamic. And I thought, oh, God, well, I'm not dynamic, so that's going to hurt. So I just basically was at the front of the class because, of course, like I was the last there. So they're like, that mat there is fine, where everyone can see me. And yeah. uh, and I just tried to do whatever I could. But I, I must admit, I was so impressed with how those people could move their bodies, stretch their bodies. It just showed you that... I see my human body as an upright walking thing and a sitting thing. These people could do things with their bodies that I didn't know was possible. And I'm I'm so envious. And I think it's something that I would really like to work on, yoga, for sure. Yoga's really cool. There was a guy, uh, in, um, I spoke about, I think it was on your podcast, I spoke about a guy in America called Drew Manning, and he'd done this yes, program. For yeah. And one of the um, people on that program was a yoga instructor. And he was like, yeah, I do yoga every day. And then he was like, his mind. I was like, Jesus, what yoga? Yeah. And then he explained yeah. yoga and he's a friend of mine now. And I've been friends with him for four years and he's an amazing guy. And he's a, uh, I wouldn't call him a yogi or anything like that. Cause he doesn't like these names, but he's the most amazing yoga instructor I've ever known in my life. And he's so, such an amazing, beautiful person. Um, and he taught me that yoga is for men. You know, like, yeah, there you go. It's for men. <laughs> don't, be thinking, don't be thinking that yoga is feminine as well. It's not, it is super great for muscle building yeah i love that and actually it's, it's funny you said that because you talk about um body weight training um yeah. and I, I suppose that is a form of it isn't it the stretching the yeah. movement the pulling your body you don't have to have any equipment just a mat uh, a bit of a floor and that's it you're mm -hmm. away yeah 100 percent. yeah amazing <laughs> so so basically, I'm going to just try and dive into some of those different topics, if I may. I've been writing furiously like some notes here. So about this bodyweight training, I, I think this is a, a really good idea because there is always a bar to exercise if you want there to be, isn't there? But actually, yeah. this is not going to cost you a thing. Uh, your body is made to do these things anyway. Gravity is provided for free and you yeah. bring your body mass. So the two together and you've got a workout. So what sort of bodyweight training do you recommend is like, you know, to not not grind your joints too much for somebody starting from absolute scratch. But what's a good sort of, I don't know if you do it in reps or you do it to a point of where you can't do any more. What, what do you recommend would be a few good things like push-ups and whatnot? Well, yeah, you can start with the, what I call like uh, the basic primal test, which, uh, or the, the, the primal fitness test, which is basically comprised of, um, push-ups or press-ups, whatever you want to call them pull-ups. If you can do them as well, even if they're jump assisted, because we should be able to lift our own body weight and get it over, you know, get it up at least, um, sit-ups, uh, are good for you because, you know, you've got to get up, you've got to sit up, you've got to move, you know, and you need those abdomen muscles. You know, everyone's got abs when they turn around and say, Oh my God. I don't have any abs. You have got abs. It's just, you can't see them yet. Yet. It's well we concealed. Make, you know what I mean? They're just taken <laughs> away a little bit. They just need a little bit more encouragement to come out. They'll be all right. You just got yeah, to yeah. treat them with a little bit more love. So you've got to do your sit-ups. You know, you've got to take time to work on your ab muscles. You can't spot reduce fat, but you can spot build muscle. So that's the important thing to that's remember as well. Yeah. So you can't, so you doesn't matter how many sit-ups you do. If you only do, if you do a thousand sit-ups a day, your abs are going to be good, but you're not going to lose the fat on, on only that area. You, you know, you're not, you can't spot reduce. Um, I've tried it. So don't, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Also squats, because you're going to squat up and down all day, you're going to pick things up. You know, you're going to squat down, pick it up. You don't want to be like, oh, my back hurts. I can't get down properly or lifting something that's too heavy um, and, you know, do a back injury or something like that. And then also the plank is one that I add as well, because I think that you should be able to sustain some kind of a stiff position um, in there as well. You know, and, and, and 30 seconds is not a long time. And then before you know it, you're doing it for two or three minutes and, and things like that. So those are the kind of the main exercises that I use um, to, to do body weight training. But the workout, like a typical workout for one day could be like 10 squats, um, squat jumps. So jump with a squat, um, uh, a, a, a plank. Um, <laughs> dare I say this word, 15 Russian twist sits. Um, you can add twist sits it's to it. at the moment. <laughs> so, so we'll go for twist sits. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, well, I mean, I, I, I won't say the next one, but give me an exercise that you used to do in PE at school and see if you can guess what this is on the next thing. And think, think of school PE. Yeah. My, okay. School PE for me was take your top off boy. Uh, it sounds a bit odd now. Hang on. Take your top <laughs> off boy because there's no more bibs and run around playing basketball, feeling really embarrassed, trying to cover your nipples. That's the exercise I remember from, from my school days, but no, All let's right, just okay. see. Um, star jumps. I'd have thought. Yeah. Jumping jacks. Yay. 100%, there you go. 100%, 100% jumping jacks because they're great yeah. as well. So jumping jacks, things like knees to chest as well. You used to do those in school, school PE yeah. lessons. Um, and then you've got another one, which is, you know, I add these kind of things in, which is Superman stretches when, when you lie on your belly and you lift up your arms and your legs at the same time to create like a U shape in your body. Um, oh, yeah. and then it's, it's down to like how many rounds you complete, complete within the hour, um, how many reps you can complete. And then you should build up reps and, and, and time and stuff like that as it goes on. Absolutely love that. So that's what you can just do in your own living room, in your garden. Uh, you don't have to have a gym membership for that at all. Do it with somebody else, or if you feel a bit nervous, do it by yourself. And I think yeah. that would be so much more beneficial than going on a treadmill uh, from yeah. scratch and grinding your knees for an hour or however long you're on there for, which is what kind of people think they should be doing. But actually, that's really not, is it? This is going to work really in your core fun. strength, isn't it? <clears throat> Yeah, because if you if you are overweight, if you weigh like I don't know whatever stone, if you weigh 100 kilos and you go running, then all that's going to do is put damage on your knees. So yeah. that's it. And you're going to damage your knees and your back and your lower spine, um, and it's going to put undue pressure onto those points that you don't need it at. So you know, running is okay. There's nothing wrong with running, but if you're overweight and you need to lose body fat and get healthy, then then don't run yet. Like that's the worst thing you can do, and. Running's boring anyway, especially on a treadmill. I mean, you don't go yeah. anywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's awful, isn't it? I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, gerbils and hamsters seem to enjoy it, but I think uh, above that, no other mammal does. Um, now, about, about building the muscle, the spot building a muscle there, protein, of course, is an essential building block. Well, yeah. I mean, that is the building block for muscles, isn't it? Um, and of course, we spoke about last week about animal proteins, and I kind of agree with you that animal proteins are important, and obviously eating steak and whatnot. Now, whey protein is animal protein, isn't it? But yeah. but you're saying you're talking about a bit of su sort of supplementing with that potentially. Um, yeah. Can you just talk about that and, and why why does that particularly work? Because if people don't know, when you have um, is it from the cream and the milk, and you sort of like yeah. make it into yogurt? That little that layer of like water that is the way on top of the yogurt, isn't it? So it's something that's yeah. kind of made from the milk, right? Yeah. So I mean, it is it, it is direct. It is an, an animal. It comes from the animal. It comes from dairy. Um, and for example, where you can also get whey protein from is when you make ghee. If you make it yourself and you take a pack of butter and then you um, put it on a low heat on the on the in a saucepan. 
everything that floats to the surface is whey protein. So that's the way the oh. milky part that comes out of it. And that's the protein part. And then the rest of it from the, which is actually ghee clarified butter. Um, that's actually the fat. That's the fat part. So that's when you get ghee with like 98% fat. Um, but butter has more protein in it. So it's less fat, more protein. So that's also what whey protein is. Um, it's a high, it can be highly processed. So you've got to really think to yourself, do I need whey protein? Okay. Yes. The answer is yes. Okay. But why do I need it? And the reasons why is because you are not physically able to eat the amount of protein that you need in your day to be able to build a substantive amount of muscle mass if you are looking at things like bodybuilding, weight training, strongman training, and those kind of things. Um, right. You should... Like I see, I see it all too many times when people are at the gym and even like some really fit guys and a couple of my friends do it. Um, <clears throat> they finish their weight training session, they do their deadlifts and they go and they get a whey shake. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you really don't have to drink that as soon as you finished, you know, as soon as you finish mm. training, you don't need to guzzle down a protein shake, go and eat a dinner. And if you haven't fit, if you haven't like hit your protein macro for the day, then add whey protein to your, you know, to your day as well, you know, like right. add it to, 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 as a, a supplement to hit your goal rather than, um, you know, using it as a, uh, as, as a slim fast style drink or something like that. Yeah. I, I've actually seen that the bars in the gym tend to serve those milkshakes and they've got sugar in them as well. I'm like, yeah. Ooh, <clears throat> that's nasty. Um, you, you're really oh, well, having just a, a milkshake from like McDonald's or something, but they put a bit of whey protein in it. So, you know, hardly good for you. Um, just out of interest then. So with the whey, is it better to have those things on? Like if you need to up your protein, that is, would you recommend it after the workout before the workout on the rest day? When, when is your muscle actually turning that protein into the actual new muscle mass? So, so what it does is basically your, um, once you've, stretched and ripped your muscles out then they need to be you know replenished so it's you you can have you can have it directly after if you want but it's best to eat straight like within the hour eat and then if you need a whey protein shake also if you don't want to have whey protein you can subsidize with collagen as well which is also a type of protein but it's not a complete protein so it doesn't have all of the nine essential amino acids that we need it's only got eight of them so you know you you dip out on one amino acid um difference between you know what what we need but um yeah you can have it within you know within the hour or two hours after training and it still be beneficial because you are still in a workout mode even up to an hour after you finish training that your body is still in the workout yeah. mode amazing so it's literally rebuilding the damage that's like all the little tears in the muscle and that yeah. protein slots straight into it then absolutely yeah. fantastic now you mentioned earlier on a bit about music when you do your training and um i must admit music has an effect on us which is incredible isn't it you know so the fact that you can have an emotion from a chord i find that incredible i don't know if other animals have this on planet earth but music can make all the difference in our mood, in our motivation. It can make us feel down. It can bring us up. It's incredible. But you said that you think music's a key part of, of fitness as well. So can you just go into a little bit of what sort of music do you think works for us and how does it kind of get us going? Well, it has to be 100% individual. So if I tell you the kind of music I listen to when I go training, you know, and the different the the array of music that I can listen to, um, you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to fit in with everybody else. So it all stems back from, um, 
I used to be a musician. Well, I play, I play guitar, I play drums, I play bass. I love music. I absolutely love it. And when I'm working, music helps me motivate to do work. So I also um, use it when I'm training as well. And what I noticed at one point when I was at CrossFit is when I was doing the classes, because you can go to a CrossFit class or you can train on your own, is <clears throat> I was listening to the music that they were playing in the gym and I wasn't that motivated in the lessons. So yeah. I was tending to be a little bit more lazy for some playlists than it was for other playlists. And then even with the same, um, with the same lesson. And I started to think, what was the playlist that you played last time? Oh yeah, that was a bit more dance type music. That's not my style. You know, it's not what I'm into. I'm more into rock music. So I said to him, I said to Johnny, who's the guy that trains us, I need you to play some more rock music a little bit because I want to try something out. And so he, and it affected my training and I trained harder and he would assess my performance and see whether or not, you know, I was actually changing or whether it was in my mind. Um, and then I looked into the science a little bit more once I'd done that. And it puts you in like, it puts you in this zone, doesn't it? You know, you, you get into this zone where you are um, happy. It releases endorphins because it's something you enjoy. You know, it could perhaps bring back those memories of you were in the concert. You had eye contact with the musician. It was the best moment of your life, you know, or one of the best, you know, and you had eye contact, you saw this guy and you remember that point and you were like, oh my God, that is amazing. And then you put the more you put more effort into your training. Um, yeah. and yeah, so I read up about it and there is, there's a quite, um, there's a quite a lot of science behind it as well. Um, and it's, they, they even done, there's even a couple of studies that I've referenced here, but they, the, 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 um, how it stimulates, um, performance with weights as well. Amazing. You know what? I actually was given a playlist by um, some of our listeners <clears throat> when I was at the gym a few months ago. And I just said, I really need to listen to something. Can you share something on Spotify and I'll go and check them out. And I can see how they, some of them were high tempo. They had lots of energy, but it just really annoyed me. Some of the tunes I was like, oh, just, it's not my style of music. And I can see how it would work for them. So it's very subjective, isn't it? And I think yeah. what you said there about the associations we have, like CBT almost, uh, with, with like the music has the impact to like inspire us or bring us down. You know, if you associate with somebody you don't like, it's going to make you feel really negative, isn't it? Even yeah. if it's like an upbeat sort of tune. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Love that. Okay. Well, I just want to say then, so fitness is, is one of your modules as part of your course, isn't it? And yeah. do you, do you put any of your like modules as slightly more important than others? Are they all even to each other? Do you think that fitness has to be more like put right than food or food more than fitness? Well, I think the number one is always going to be food because it's the fuel that fuels our body and it is the most important. Um, and you know, like I say, you can still, you can still kind of lose weight and be healthy on some certain diets. Um, but it's when, you know, you can be average health or you can have ultimate health, you know, like yeah. some, you know, like, like, like we want. Um, and I think and there's a reason why it's in the order that we do or that, that I do them as well. And I think food is the most important, I think, but equally or not equally, but pretty much up there on the same kind of level is fitness as well. You, you've got to move every day. You've got to start move. You know, you've got to get up and not be sedentary. You can't just sit there all day, eat the right foods that fits your macros and expect the weight to fall off. Because there's also an interesting part in here about, um, which I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag. I can't, I can't let, I can't say the answer, but it, a lot of people think that, um, you know, you go to the gym and you lose most of your weight during the gym or down the toilet, but it's not, there's a, there's a something in there and why maybe I'll tell you after we've recorded. 
<laughs> okay yeah i think i know i think i know what you're going to talk about but i'm not going to say anything until after this all i'm gonna do before we before we finish today though is i've got a little anecdote about ghee <laughs> i mean how kind of like uh alan partridge does that sound but um i've been buying from the local asda here like some ghee and using it for cooking i find it a really good fat for that and i saw this other container that was there and i thought oh, i'll try that because that's a new one on the market why not it tasted a little bit different but i didn't really think too much about it and then my wife was horrified to tell me the other day. She said, this isn't actually ghee, you know. And I said, it says on it. She said, did you read the label? I was like, I, I didn't think I had to for ghee. I just thought it was ghee. It's actually made out of palm oil. And it's it's actually oh. described as being better than ghee. So that it's actually not it's not actually ghee at all. But it's a healthier, according to them, a healthier <laughs> alternative to ghee. So that people are eating that instead of actual ghee. And I'm like, palm oil as well. That's disgraceful. We're turning down rainforests to eat a substandard yeah. food for us. Whereas ghee's like much cheaper and freely available, I can't believe it. So we had to throw the whole thing in the bin. I was absolutely like, I was so annoyed and angry that I'd been tricked in that way. So it goes back yeah. to reading food labels. It, that's just this week that happened, and I'm so, I'm really really fum- fuming about it. Yeah, I, I would be as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's terrible. Okay, so if you want to check out Kev's course, where do they go, Kev? On my website, which is www.ketokev.com. And fantastic. And where's the best place to connect with you? Um, either on Instagram, which is uh, just Keto for Health, or you can check out my Facebook group, which is uh, really the best place um, because it's got an amazing community of people in there. And my moderators, they they are on the ball as well. They're so knowledgeable and they help me out when I'm, you know, when I'm busy. Yeah. Just, um, keto for Health. And if you type that in or Keto Care on Facebook, you'll find me fantastic thank you so much for that kev next week we're talking about health which i'm really looking forward to um so we've done food fitness health and we've got uh, sorry we've done food fitness next is health and then after that well-being which is really exciting so i'll see you next week take care everyone yeah, yeah. bye